0: Welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us
1: as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what
2: there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. All right, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about joy. We're going to explore what exactly joy is, how we experience joy, some of the barriers to joy, and opportunities for increasing joy in our life. So I have to confess to y'all before we begin is that I had to do a lot of research for this one, Mm -hmm. um, both in terms of like looking at books and resources and actually like pulled some people too. So we'll weave in my like survey responses. Thank you, friends and family who contributed to that. Um, But I was thinking about in graduate school, we we're very rigorous about defining a lot of things, right? So we could do a podcast on depression or anxiety or all kinds of things. And like, we had this manual of like psychological disorders and they had all these criteria. And in my class, we had to like memorize all the criteria for everything, right? And so like depression, you have to have like five of of nine symptoms and it's all like listed out. Mm -hmm. But I was struck with something like joy. We didn't learn a thing about it. Like maybe we like, there was a mention of it as something people we wouldn't see might have, right? Or something along those lines, right? But there was not a whole lot of talk about that. And so it got me thinking that maybe a good place for us to begin is even just talking about how do we define, like, what is joy? Yeah. So what comes to mind for y'all when you hear that?
1: I, the song, and I'm just completing every time you say joy, I'm in my mind going to the world. (laughs) Uh Yeah, I mean, I think of it as just like a very, you know, happy, warm sort of feeling, sort of Mm. experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, although not necessarily like purely happy. Sometimes it's joy mixed with other things. But yeah, that's kind of how I think
0: about it. I think about like enjoyment or Mm -hmm. delight Uh or like like a little like glimmer or burst of joy. So something that would be just like even like a minute or a, a moment mm-hmm. of joy that yeah. I could experience. So
2: those and that's really consistent with the survey responses as well. Okay. Right. So like happier happiness came up a lot um, sometimes to that idea of like a moment. So this like short, quicker, I think sometimes we think of joy as being a discrete sort of emotional experience. else came up contentment amazement like those kind of ideas came up two of the responses i really liked one person said joy is like sunshine from the inside or a little (laughs) dance party and then she said i might confuse joy with adrenaline sometimes (laughs) right? like a little bit of that energy to it and Mm -hmm. someone else said that joy is a state of being filled with love light spirit connection both natural and supernatural it feels like grace and gratitude at the same time i love that that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought those were some lovely way to kind of put words to some of it. Um, So there's this idea, I'm looking at some of the research as well, that we have this basic human drive to experience happiness in some ways and to avoid suffering. Right. And quite often when people have ambition to, you know, have a certain career, make a certain amount of money, like often that tends to be a means to an end. And it's really about being happier, right? Like Mm -hmm. I want to lose weight to be happier, have these friends or have this experience so I can feel happier. So that's very, very normal. But this idea that the ultimate source of happiness or joy is within and not so much like money, power, and status, those things don't tend to lead to like longer lasting joy. And outer attainment doesn't bring real inner joyfulness. So we've got to look inside. So we talked about joy and happiness. So there were actually two perspectives that were kind of opposite. I found one resource that talked about joy subsuming happiness. So joy being kind of bigger than and like mm. greater than happiness, like a far greater thing. And then someone else defined it where they said joy is a building block of happiness. Mm. Right? So joy is an in the moment feeling whereas happiness is the net effect over time. Mm. Cool. I don't know if, and I don't know if you feel like one resonates
0: more for you or they feel both true. I feel like when I hear somebody say, I want to be happy, I get a little concerned because being happy sounds almost like a permanent state of being. And I get concerned because I feel like that's not possible. We cannot only be happy all of the time. Like as a setup. That's right. It feels like a setup. It Mm -hmm. totally feels like a setup. Whereas joy feels like I was saying before, kind of like momentary, like just like a smaller experience that that feels more like the minutes or the moments versus like the general state of being feels a lot more attainable to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, Avery. I don't necessarily think of joy as a building block for some sort of state like happiness. Although I think the more joyful moments that you have, obviously I think that that affects your mood in a positive way. So I think of it in that way, but I do like kind of the big overarching kind of definition that you gave about Joy being sort of like the umbrella because, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking like when you're around people that are seem to be like filled with joy, it's like they radiate it yeah. mm. versus like, I don't know, like it's a more exuberant sort of state is what it feels like to me than just a happy sort of state. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting, Jimmy, this idea that you can often feel it, like when someone has it, like Mm -hmm. it's something that you can feel, like this Mm -hmm. radiating Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. around it. So the research talks about there being two sources of joy. Okay, so the first is joy coming from pleasure through our senses. And so this is kind of briefer. And then the other, like joy on a deeper level through our mind. And that was much longer lasting. That's called true joy. And there's joy that really comes from within. Right? So the first one, the briefer sensory experiences, what comes to mind for y'all when you think of joy that maybe comes from, from that, from pleasure? Jeez. Jeez. Jeez, <laughs> cheese, cheese, cheese.
1: Yeah, I got some new cheese yesterday, yes. and I uh-huh. was very happy about it. Yeah, Gouda, um, Gouda. Yeah, I like Gouda, aged Gouda, where mm-hmm. it's caramely. it's delicious.
2: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know how long it, it ages,
1: by the way? This one I think was ten months, and okay. then they have some that are, you know, can be, a while, uh, quite a bit longer. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a future career, cheese monger. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that. Like I get a lot of enjoyment with like food mm-hmm. or drinks, like coffee. Like I love coffee. Mm-hmm. I love coffee. And so a really great coffee, if I take the time to savor it, yeah, yeah, that's a joyful moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that idea of like savoring and noticing. I think that's a big part of the joy Mm -hmm. piece. And I think certainly sensory experiences like food and drink are a big thing for me. I think also sometimes, especially when the weather is like it is today, when it's like nice and crisp and you kind of get that feeling like that it's cooler out. It's not as, like, you know, it's not going to be a really hot day, but it's still sunny. That I experience a lot of joy when I walk out and it's kind of got that crisp, cool fall Mm -hmm. feel. It just makes me feel like cozy. And I like that. That's Mm -hmm. a joy experience for me
1: yeah and i think too like certain scents so Mm. disney has h2o plus bath products and so when i'm able to take their travel products or if i order like full-size ones online like sometimes just opening up the lotion and smelling it whether i'm putting it on myself or whether i just want to take a sniff that a lot of times will Uh will feel pretty joyful
2: awesome Mm mm-hmm so we'll, and we'll circle back to some of the ways we experience joy, but the senses, yes, is a big mm-hmm. one. And then this other one, this true joy, so satisfaction at the level of the mind, right? And so to describe that a little more, they say there's two main sources. So for people who have some sort of faith, faith can be a big source for that joy. And then the other way, so the guy was talking about this was Buddhist, but was talking about more training of the mind for Mm. people who maybe don't have faith, right? And so some of this idea that we need to get outside of ourselves. So to have true joy, it's like not having ourselves at the center of the universe, but kind of being this other focused. And so some of the attributes that come up a lot with that, it's things like compassion, things like gratitude, love, you know, mindfulness, that those are big pieces of this true joy. What's your sense of that?
0: I think those moments, I think, are what draw me to my work a lot. Uh, that sense of joy of being able to offer compassion or just experience that, like, when those days where I feel like I'm genuinely being helpful to someone, whether it's at work or not. It does feel really. You do feel a lot of joy, yeah. and it really does get you kind of out of your own mind. I my, like my kind of like chatter that I kind of pay attention to, and I think that those when I experience like flow, like in the therapy room, especially when I feel like I'm so in this conversation, in this interaction, that I'm not thinking or distracted by anything else, and this feels like we're moving in a, a positive direction. That's a real sense of joy that I get from my work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah and I'm thinking about for me like in certain parenting moments Mm. sometimes when my kids really surprise me in a very pleasant way so for example several years ago grace they her class they did a performance we have international night at our school every spring where they present different dances and foods and all kinds of stuff from different countries and i have never seen my child move this way but she did this dance On stage, which just shocked the hell out of everyone. Like, just a real, and I can't remember. It's like a, I think it's a Caribbean country, but just real, like waving her arms and legs. I've never seen my child move that way, but like I was about to burst. I was so like proud and happy. And it just made me tearful. Like, oh my God, look at my child, like just really doing something out of the box. So, moments like that, I think are very joyful for me. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So like this question of where in our life we experience joy and Jamie, that's really consistent with our survey responses as as well. It's nice to know when our data hangs together, (laughs) right? That that joy and and seeing someone else like excel or succeed or overcome hardship or do something new or seeing them light up. There's a lot of joy that we have in that.
1: Yeah, I think absolutely along those lines of like just compassion and also to like the sense of pride like in in other Mm. individuals and seeing them do really well, you know, uh, being able to celebrate them. Like that's one of the reasons I love supervising and teaching is when I see like something click for my students, it just it. Makes me very happy. Like it just makes me very joyful when they say, like, ah, oh, I get it. Yeah. There's aha moments. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that sense of we're working hard at something mm-hmm. and then we like have a breakthrough mm-hmm. or like it pays off or we like find a solution to something mm-hmm. we've been grappling with, that right. there's like joy right. in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What else brings you joy in your present life?
1: I like, I mean, just on the day to day, I like little things like I was telling you all before we started recording podcasting today. Like, it was incredibly joyful for me to go to the grocery store and not have like a specific deadline. Like a lot of times when I go in, it's like a rush. I have to be back home, like within 30 minutes, let me go and get, you know, get what I need. But I can take a much more leisurely sort of approach. So I like went in there, I got my Starbucks coffee, kind of like roamed around and thought about, hmm, I wonder what would be good to have, you know, for this week. I didn't really have like a set menu or anything. So it was nice to just kind of improvise and do that this, yeah. this week. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I've had a pretty atypical week, like over the last two weeks. So I've had two experiences of joy that are like not accessible necessarily like on a daily basis. But one was just the like ongoing sense of joy that I had when we got to go to Universal Studios and see all the Harry Potter stuff. My husband said, he's like, your smile is just so authentic. Like it's pure joy. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was like, there were a couple of rides, especially that I was like, that is just the most awesome thing. I loved it. And then another one was we went to the fair on Saturday and we got to see the baby animals animals and there was a baby cow and I'm like mm. tear up thinking about it because it was a baby cow that had born like was born that hour oh wow and I just was like overcome by joy I mean it was just the most beautiful amazing and it was it was awesome And so was like there's that smile again that like real joy smile of like well, that is just the coolest thing It's yeah. so yeah almost like overwhelming joy yeah. I'm
2: going to put a pin in a few of those things, I read like both the smile and then the sense of like being overwhelmed. Cause I want to talk in just a minute yeah. about how we experience joy, but real quick, just to throw out some of the other things that people mentioned that brings them joy in their life presently. So there was a lot of response around nature, right? Yeah. So maybe sunrises, the sky, the moon and stars, beaches, oceans, mountains, right? Like a lot of nature travel came up a lot, mm-hmm. right? So that can bring joy. So seeing something new or something unexpected, there's this tie in, and this is almost what you're saying with the animal to like wonder Mm -hmm. right faith or higher power was mentioned in terms of joy and being with those that you love so this Mm. this joy around kind of connection too but let's go back to that question about characteristics of joy so how we experience it like emotionally and in the body what comes up for y'all with that
0: when you said that jamie about kind of tearing up like when you were experiencing your daughter Mm -hmm. doing this dance I i think that Often is how joy wells up for me is tears, mm-hmm. tears of joy, right? Yes. That's what we even call them, tears of joy. Yeah. So that's one thing I can definitely experience. As of those really intense experiences of joy often will make me tear up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm the same, uh, same. Like there's a sense of like, for me, almost I could burst. Like yeah. it's such a, it's it can be like such a like powerful, like, yeah. yeah. Like expansive kind of feeling. Like it's hard to even contain yeah. it sometimes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Tense. And it was interesting because the word that came up a lot too was overwhelm, but mm-hmm. I think it's like speaks to the intensity mm-hmm. of the experience.
1: Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. And my body, like, it's just like, woo. Mm-hmm.
2: Like right in your yeah. chest, yes. kind of like yep. bursting forward. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Other things I heard were lightness. So the sense of like lightness or awareness or aliveness, Mm -hmm. presence, right? And we'll come back to that about how, really, to experience joy, we have to be present. It's hard to have joy if we're not present. Um, Warmth came with it, that joy can be sudden, pleasurable, surprising, memorable, restorative. A smile, right? This like lighting up that happens and that joy can sometimes be contagious. A few sentences I thought were great. So joy can come out of nowhere and take your breath away. It can bring tears to your eyes or make you want to jump with excitement, mm-hmm. right? And then someone else described it Then when they have a lot of joy, they either usually have like a shit-eating grin or a jaw-dropping sense of awe, <laughs> right? So these ways that we kind of describe and think of joy. Yeah, I like that. You usually know it when you feel it. Like it's yeah. one of those that's hard to miss in terms
0: of feelings, maybe. I think it's hard to miss the feeling, but I think it's easy to miss the like, what am I, stimulus mm-hmm. that the potential. There we go. Yes. I think it's, once you feel it, you know, you're feeling it, but I think it'd be very easy to walk around with blinders on and not experience the things that could bring it to you. opportunities. Mm -hmm. And we'll come back to that in just a minute in terms of like the barriers to joy. You're you're right there. You're prompting (laughs) me beautifully.
2: So another question I asked was, tell me your most joy-filled memory, right? Mm -hmm. So before we talk about our own experiences or your own joy-filled memories, what do you think was the number one answer I got for this or what was repeated over and over?
0: I'm guessing it was something with like their family, whether it was like marriage or meeting their husband or having children or something about like the growing of their family is what I'm guessing. What's your guess, Jamie?
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same, like having kids or. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So
0: it
2: was overwhelmingly um when the child was born, mm-hmm. right? This experience of having a child or holding a newborn child mm-hmm. or finding out you're pregnant. There were a few people who mentioned like the wedding day as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it had to do with those connections. Yeah. Yeah. What about for y'all when you think about your
0: most joy filled experience? I mean, the finding out you're pregnant, when you said that, I was like, yes. I mean, that was a time that, and I think I've shared it here before. I'm really open about it, but we had a really hard time getting pregnant. I mean, it took a very long time for us to get pregnant. And it was still really a surprise that I was pregnant. And I remember literally jumping for joy. Mm. I mean, literally jumping up and down, like holding each other's hands, crying, because yeah. it was just such an intense experience. Uh, and I'm kind of tearing up now, just thinking yeah. about it. it was so just joyful. It was yeah. just so joyful. Yeah. 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 And I think
1: because we share similar experiences with that, Avery, as far (laughs) as like difficulties getting pregnant. And so, yeah, with Grace, it took five years and it was a long, long wait. So to finally see that was an extremely joyful moment. Pregnancy with Max was not quite as joyful, I will tell you. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, and it, I mean, and that child just, I feel like he exudes joy all the time. So it's just, <laughs> I mean, to me, just to watching him is joyful. But you know, I think having Grace and wanting to have like my time with her before we tried to have a second one. And then he, you know, was a surprise, quite honestly. And so it was, I burst into tears. Like it was, it was like, not like joyful tears although i mean i love you got there eventually you know, i did i <laughs> uh-huh. got there but it was more of a like a oh no i'm not gonna have you know all the time that i want to uh-huh. have with grace because there are the two of them are 16 months apart so it was like it was with a quickness you yeah. know well, the, the quickness. I, with that and so yeah so Pregnancies, yes, they were finding out they were quite difficult on me though. So I didn't have like a glowing, joyful pregnancy nor deliveries with either <laughs> yeah. with either one. But I think like there are lots of ordinary sorts of family moments that mm-hmm. are very joyful. And it's hard for me to kind of pick out just one. One of the cruises that we went on, we dressed up like in these really funky red and green Robert and I did like these really shiny, uncomfortable track
2: suits. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh I'll
1: have to, yeah, I'll have to share a picture, but that was like a really fun, you know, and the kids were in ugly Christmas sweaters and that was just like a great time. And Robert was just being very silly, like doing like these magic tricks and and stuff (laughs) like on the side, like taking these picture poses and everything. And that was just a really good time. Like we we had a lot of fun with that. And that was a few years ago, but yeah, it sticks out.
2: Mm -hmm. Love that. So I always love yeah. the holidays, right? So mm-hmm. when I think of joy in my life, I think of like holiday mm-hmm. time, particularly like Christmas Eve and Christmas morning as just being so joy-filled for me. And also when I was thinking about all this, I think I'm a bit of a joy voyeur, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Like I really find great joy in like seeing other people have joy, mm-hmm, right? There's something about that secondary effect that's very kind of gratifying and fun uh, and like yeah. that contagious sense of Oh, it. for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what gets in the way of joy? So if we think about barriers, and I noticed some of these this week as I
0: was trying to, like, attend to joy in preparation for yeah. this. I noticed a lot of those this week <laughs> similarly that I don't attend to joy. I mean, yeah. I think that that is something these experiences I was talking about that happened the last week kind of hit me in the face with joy, but I think there is probably a lot more joy in my life that I do not attend to, and I think, like, busyness, stress, there are a lot of things that can interfere, but I think it's really the not looking for it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's the big thing I found Mm -hmm. this week. I was like, shit, I am moving so fast. Yeah. Like, from one thing to the next to the next, and I think... Like it's getting in the way of me accessing joy. Like so I would be like, so one of these joy exercises that I've kind of recommended we all do this week was to kind of attend to joy, like pay attention. And they talked about like, notice the first bite of breakfast, mm-hmm. right? Or like pay attention to the first sip of coffee or all that. And it would be like halfway through and a would be like, yeah.
1: shit, I'm supposed to notice the first bite. Like I forgot
2: just because I was going too fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that to ha- experience joy, there requires some bit of stillness and like slowing mm-hmm. down to like so you can notice it and mm-hmm. like let it catch up a bit
0: yeah not a lot of room for joy when we're in a hurry everywhere we go yeah. no yeah no i think that that hurried nature is really yeah, interfering I think for me. Be, yeah the same
1: that'll be the thing that sucks it out the most is when i'm really busy and overscheduled and i don't have room and i don't have space then it's just me checking things off of my to-do list and trying to get everything done
2: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah What are some other kill joys, so to speak?
0: So I'm a person, I I think we've talked before, I mean, I I struggle with some anxiety. I struggle with some depression. And I think depression, clinical depression filters out like all joy, but even just kind of like seasonal kind of blues Mm -hmm. or kind of feeling a little depressed, feeling either tired or stressed or overwhelmed really can filter out the joy and then it can make it super easy to talk about it sometimes like we're in sunglasses like it can be super easy to th- see the dark and really hard to see the light and yeah. so I think and we've talked about intentionality before I think that that's something that can kind of help with that but I think sometimes when you're feeling depressed or anxious or tired or exhausted or stressed it is really difficult to see it really difficult to even notice it yep yeah yeah
1: yeah I think for me another thing that can get in the way or are- Expectations when I build things up way too much and things don't meet my expectations, then I won't be as joyful as I could be. And then also, too, like the clinging on to experiences and really wanting things to sort of like last for longer, which is natural, you know, if you're in a really great emotional state, like if you're joyful or happy, yes, you want it to last, but sometimes it's you can want it to last and then you get anxious about it, about it ending.
0: Mm-hmm. Foreboding joy yeah. is what I've heard it, that described mm-hmm. of yeah. like this is great, but it's going to end. Yeah, I'm really bad about that. Uh-huh. Like that's that is a killjoy. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah. That is a huge killjoy for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think another one. And I thought this is so interesting, but it's habituation. Like we start to take things for granted. Yeah. So when I lived in Colorado, I lived a little bit outside Boulder and I'd drive into school in Boulder every day. And so Jamie, you've probably done this on 36 where you go up this like hill though and you get high and all of a sudden you're looking down Mm -hmm. into like Boulder and the Flatirons Mm -hmm. and it is beautiful. Like it really takes your breath away. And I remember when I moved there thinking will this ever like stop taking my breath away? And after a Mm -hmm. few years of driving the same route, you're like, here we are. Right. And I (laughs) was so sad about that though. But I think there's this idea of habituation things, maybe start to lose their joy when we, when they become normal or we see them as normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I get crap about that. Like, as far as questions like, oh, my God, you're going to Disney again. <laughs> uh, so, like, does it still, you know, bring you the same amount of joy? I don't know if it brings me the same amount of joy, but I think it's I definitely have joyful moments, you know, during the trip and they change things so much. There's always something new to do. I mean, on our recent trip, those golden 50 golden statues that they have spread throughout the parks, that's brand new. And for me and Hillary and you to be the photographer of us reenacting those, um, statues, that was fun. Like Uh I I
2: enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh uh-huh. So you've not habituated. You find you keep finding new things though, right? So like how do we see it with different mm. eyes? Yeah.
1: Like I appreciate the stuff that is a constant. There mm-hmm. are some things that are a constant, like I want to ride Haunted Mansion. Like every time we go, mm-hmm. you know, when we're there, I want to ride Pirates. I want to go to France and I want to get my brioche ice cream sandwich. Like there are some things <laughs> that that there's that consistency that I like, but then there's also like the new stuff that comes out that I really like. Yeah.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anything else that comes to mind for
0: y'all in terms of barriers to joy? I think just missing it. I think that's the biggest barrier: is just not paying attention to it, yeah. not thinking to think about it, not remembering to remember joy. You know, yeah. three others that yeah. came up. So one was difficult emotions, yeah. right? Oh, so if we, yeah. are, I mean, you
2: kind of referenced that with depression. But once again, if we are feeling really overwhelmed or really exhausted, right? So if we have big hmm. emotions, that makes it hard illness, death, and pain, sure like all of those, you know, when we're in pain, we become very self-centered and self-focused and it's hard to kind of get outside ourselves and to tap into joy. And then the other is this idea when we're disembodied or disconnected, right? So if we're like living in our head and thinking, Mm. or we're just kind of numbed out, we can't access. And and all of those kind of connect back, Avery, to what you were saying about having to be aware to like attend to joy
1: as well. Yeah. And I would add on another, like, With that being disembodied, sort of like the sense of being closed off from things too, I think can take people out of it. Not being open to opportunities for joy, I think can impede that.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: So let's talk about some ways that we create or access joy in our life, right? And I want to debrief real quickly on your homework this week a bit, right? So I sent Avery and Jamie two things that we could all be practicing this week. So the first was the one we referenced a minute ago saying trying to intentionally attend to moments of pleasure or joy during the week. So to really tune into those. And then the second was a little meditation exercise. And if you're listening, you can like practice it as we describe it, right? So the first thing was, it's three breaths, right? So on the first breath in, you bring your full attention to the process of breathing. And on the second breath, you calm your physical body.
1: And on the third breath, you bring joy to
2: mind in any way. And if you're hard, having a hard time bringing joy to mind, you can smile, like change your body posture a little bit and see what comes up. So what do you think of these exercises?
1: I thought it was a really great prompt reminder for us to look for things over the week so that I appreciated before we recorded the podcast. I was able to tune in. I feel like a little bit better with that kind of being in the back of my mind, like Uh pay attention, pay attention. Uh Yeah. So doing the things like, you know, going grocery shopping and taking my time or enjoying my new cheese or coffee, sitting outside um, with the weather being so pleasant, that was great. Spending time with dog and cats, just... Like, simple things I very much enjoyed this week.
2: We had a beautiful full moon this week. Did either of you you Mm notice that? Mm
0: Did, Yeah. Yeah. I like the breathing part, too, because I think, as I was saying before, like, the biggest impediment that I find is just the not tuning in. And I think that really helps to settle and get back in your body and tune in. And I think even as we were just doing that exercise, that's kind of what I felt was just this, like, dropping in and settling in.
2: Yeah. What other practices that people can try, and we can kind of roll this into our to try this at home to wrap this up in terms of things that might help people access joy? Knowing that this big one is, is bringing your attention to it and awareness to it. Oh. So th- I think something that's
0: that's related and is gratitude. Like we know that gratitude really helps offset. I've talked about like depression or anxiety, things that get me out of joy. And I think that can be kind of a nice like on-ramp to joy too, if you're not feeling joy, but if you notice what you feel grateful for, I think a lot of times that can be kind of a different way to try to access it. And I think that also can kind of bring you back into the present, which is like you said, that's a really important part of experiencing joy is being here in and out. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I would say you- look for things, look for joy in very simple moments. I think sometimes people try to create these big elaborate sorts of events or activities or things to do in order to create joy. But I don't think that that's Necessary. I think you can get it in the the day to day, but just with like looking with at things like with a certain sense of openness to them. Like for example, there were some squirrels like chasing each other outside your office window here, Lucy. And I think that that's very cute. I enjoy watching. Cute. I enjoy watching the animals yeah. Yeah. and stuff just play outside. Like those are just small moments. You know, I might not be bursting with joy, but you know, joyful moments. Like I feel like it's on a continuum. Like it could be. But quieter. I really
2: think it's more the small things. Yeah. 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 Actually, and I don't know if it's because those big things tend to get wrapped up in expectations yeah. or there's a lot of pressure with those, but I think that the joy, like it's maybe kind of right there for the taking sometimes mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. we just shift a little bit. Right. Yeah. And so I think for me, gosh, I'm a hard time narrowing this down, so I might just list a few, right? So one is, is that idea of meditation, like the meditation practice, right? So fostering awareness, being present in the moment. There's a lot of practices called loving kindness practices, mm-hmm. which you kind of say, you know, I wish for... X to be happy, right? Or I wish for X, you know, fill in someone's name for the X, right? To be free of suffering, right? And those have been shown to really help enhance our joy and sense of well being. And um, that we have to have silence to be able mm. to do all of that. So I think that's great. And then the other cool thing is changing your body posture, right? So I think sometimes even just like turning the corners of your mouth up a little bit, right? Or like pulling your shoulders back or chest out or head held high, that there's Shifting your body can sometimes help uh, you access more of a joyful place. Anything else about joy? I feel like we kind of rushed through that last part, so at some point we may do a, mm-hmm.
0: a- circle back around.
2: Yeah, circle back mm-hmm. yeah. around. We need a lot of circling.
0: Back yeah. nowadays <laughs> like uh-huh. So next week we are going to talk about hustle and bustle. We hope that you'll join us as we kind of continue our holiday series. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to
1: Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your
2: podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com.